Hello everybody, this is Dane Curley, not Alex Jones, but on today's episode of MC Rec, we're going to be talking about human-animal hybrids. Human-animal hybrids, and also brand safety. So, hello everybody indeed. My goodness, that voice really puts a number on the old vocal cords. Whenever you gotta be back down there, and it has to be gravelly on top of everything. I don't know how people talk like this all day long in their regular lives. They must have super smoker breath, super smoker vocal cords. I don't know how it works. I don't know how those screamo people scream all the time. I don't know how they do it. Anyway, as you can hear by the sound of that bottle crack, I am drinking an alcoholic beverage on today's uh, MC Rec 16. Wow, 16. Mmm. Because we're going to be talking about some stuff that's just too crazy to take too seriously. Also, this episode is brought to you by my Patreon page. Once again, uh, I am releasing an illustrated story. I'm already slurring. My first sip of the cider. I'm going to be releasing an illustrated story on my Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Dane Curley uh, for a $3 donation or more. And it doesn't even have to be recurring. I'm totally okay with you making the $3 donation, saying, hey, Dan, I want to support you, but I don't want to support you all year long. And then you can read the story or copy and paste it, whatever the hell you kids do these days. And uh, you'll have it forever if you'd like. And it'll do some good for this podcast and some good for my writing and also some good for my comedy. Man, I'm so excited about my comedy. That's the end of the ad. I'm so excited about comedy these days because... Well, there's just so much going on, and uh, you know, with this whoa, with this TikTok stuff, I opened the TikTok and it like auto plays. With this TikTok stuff, you know, you can be in quarantine, you can be a schlub, you can be a hack comedian, and you can still get popular, which is great news for me. Uh, I've got my first viral video, um, at least my first comedy viral video. I have had music viral videos in the past that were hard earned that I actually put in the grind and actually it was well, you know, worth all my time and energy and years and years and years at my craft. But nope, with this one, uh, it's got 15,000 views and counting, 1,200 likes and counting. None of these motherfuckers will follow me. It was very frustrating. And I will continue to live in obscurity other than my one viral video. But um, it's exciting. I'm really excited about it. You should check it out. So go to my TikTok, at Dane Curley, which is where I'm at everywhere else. So uh, if you're, a lot of you know me through Instagram, that's how you actually find this podcast. So um, if you're looking for a laugh, you know, on the Instagram, I share a lot of art and um, sci-fi art and visionary art and psychedelic art, fantasy art, you know, things that are kind of within that theme. But on my TikTok, you get a lot more comedy. So if you're into comedy, check it out. I am a stand-up comedian. And uh, I will be sharing some of my footage from my actual performing of stand-up comedy as well as my stupid Tic Tacs. As I was planning... Mm, mm, mm. Glug, glug, glug. Oh, I also do a bunch of Simpsons voices on there. Hey, Homer! Want a drink? That's what I feel like right now. Barney from The Simpsons. Uh, but seriously, we got to talk about human-animal hybrids. I mean, I learned about human-animal hybrids from Alex Jones, which I know you shouldn't be listening to Alex Jones, that's what people tell me anyway, but he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and it was very entertaining, it was like the longest Joe Rogan interview of all time, it was 4 hours and 40 minutes, and every minute of it was entertaining, so I know you don't want to listen to the guy when he's talking about certain things, I'm not advocating that you go over to Infowars.com and uh, you know become a super fan, but 
he still put me on to some things. Like, I'm watching for my entertainment, you know what I mean? I'm watching for my enjoyment and for the lols. Um, that's LOLZ for all you adults who don't know what the lols are. It means the fall for all the laugh-out-louding that you get to do when you're watching something. And not to be taken seriously, but he ended up dropping some knowledge on me. He was talking a lot about human-animal hybrids. Human-animal hybrids. I mean, I can't believe that this is a thing, quite frankly. I mean, I really, I really can't. I don't know. If this is like, yeah, yeah, they've been doing that, blah, blah, blah. If that's how you are about human-animal hybrids, we've gone too far. We've come to a line that should not have been crossed, and we must have crossed it habitually, which has been a habitual line crosser. I think that's from the Chappelle Show. Just a habitual line stepper, and here we are. I mean, I'm looking at real deal articles. Here's nature.com. Uh, headline from July 2019. Japan approves first human-animal embryo experiments. The research could eventually lead to new sources of organs for transplant, but ethical and technical hurdles need to be overcome. You don't say. You don't say. There's a few ethical hurdles to combining humans with animals. Jesus criminy. Nat Geo. Human-pig hybrid created in the lab. Scientists hope the chimera embryos represent key steps toward life-saving, lab-grown organs. In a remarkable, if likely controversial, again I repeat, you don't say. In a remarkable, if likely controversial feat, scientists announced that they have created the first successful human-animal hybrids. So it's too late. They've already created them. I mean, this is fucking nuts. The project proves that human cells can be introduced into a non-human organism, survive, and even grow inside a host animal, in this case, pigs. The biomedical advance has long been a dream, maybe a nightmare, and a quandary for scientists hoping to address a critical shortage of donor organs. What if, rather than relying on a generous donor, you could grow a custom organ? inside an animal instead. Well, Jesus criminy, I do not like the sound of this. The only pro I can hear coming from this, from, from myself, and listen, I'm not an investigative journalist. I am not uh, somebody who is extremely well-versed in the creation, you know, the genetic modification scene and what the actual science is of combining humans with animals. But uh, call me a traditionalist. It just rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way. I want to side with uh, Alex Jones on this one, folks. Uh, if you're if you're encouraging human-animal hybrid, you might have some screwlooses in your brain, and maybe I'm not the one who needs the tinfoil hat. Okay, so uh, here's another another one. Sheep. Hu oh, I was about to tell you what the pro was. Well, here's another headline: sheep-human hybrids made in left. So we got sheep humans, we got human pigs. Oh, did I mention hybrid human chickens? Because that's a thing too. Hybrid human chicken embryos illuminate key development milestone. That's in Scientific American. Uh, May 24th, 2018. A new technique could replace the need for human embryos in some lab experiments. Oh yeah, let's just let's just replace the need for human embryos. That's a fucking quotable. Oh yeah, let me have a swig of this. Mm-hmm. Accept all cookies. I can keep reading this. Building a chimera. There are two ways to make a chimera. Well, la-di-da. The first is to introduce the organs of one animal into another. A risky proposition because the host's immune system may cause the organ to be rejected. Oh, is that, is that the risk? Holy cow. La, 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 la. Man, are there any listeners who are just like... <laughs> I mean, are there any of you who are like, what's the big deal? Like, yeah, so what? Human-animal hybrids. We're going to have, like, organs and stuff. If that's you... 
I highly encourage you to leave a five-star review for this podcast. And in the review, go ahead and leave me a message about what you think about human-animal hybrids. And I'll read it. I will read it on the show. If you if you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts in particular, it's a great help to the show. And if you talk about human-animal hybrids therein, uh, we'll, we'll read what you have to say on the very next episode from when I noticed that you have left such a kind thoughtful reply but if it's a four star review or three or two or god forbid a one then i ain't reading your shit so uh this is a quid pro quo no quid pro quo no quid i told them all they had to do was leave me a review if they leave five stars they leave five stars i never said that a three-star review wouldn't get read on the podcast okay okay uh, except I did. I'm not going to read your review if you're stingy with your stars. <laughs> but human-animal hybrids, the only good thing I can see coming from it, seriously, folks, I'm being very serious here, is um, that, you know, maybe if China's making them, and they are, let's start clicking, China, 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 they're making human-animal hybrids. They're going too far. They don't like God. They don't like Jesus. They're, they created the Kung Flu. They're creating monkey humans in China. And that's the first headline that I found. It actually does say that in the technologyreview.com, I don't, I'm not super familiar with that website. So, um, But it says uh, that it, oh, technologyreview.com is apparently the MIT technology review, so it is reputable. Uh, scientists are making human-monkey hybrids in China. So we got monkey, we got sheep, we got chicken, we got pig. I'm sure there's cow. I'm sure if I... Let's just type it in. Human-cow hybrid. Are they doing that too? Yeah, they are. Cow-human hybrid. Independent.co.uk. Scientists create a cow-human hybrid. They just create them? They just create these things. Scientists have fused... The, this is from 1998. 1998! Scientists have fused the nucleus of a human cell with an egg cell taken from a cow to create the world's first embryonic clone of an adult man. What does that even mean? Did anybody just understand that? I mean, I just read it word for word. They fused the nucleus of a human cell. I get that. Let's put brackets on that. With an egg cell taken from a cow. Okay, they've done some human-animal hybrid craziness. Yes, I get that. Compartmentalize that. Throw the brackets on. To create the world's first embryonic clone of an adult male adult man i i'm not i'm not following fuse the nucleus right right it's a human cell right but it's with an egg cell from a cow yeah that's right you've cloned an adult man are you are you sure you didn't just create a cow human because that's what the fucking headline said it says scientists create a cow human hybrid if you get rid of the word hybrid there's therein lies the truth my friends Scientists create a cow-human. Ay, ay, ay. The human-cow hybrid did not survive beyond a few days, but it developed to the stage of a 32-cell embryo in an experiment that has far-reaching ethical implications. Once again, my friends, I say, you don't say. Um, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, gosh, I normally don't side with the religious right. The American religious right wing on anything, but um, you know George W. But George W. wouldn't allow this to happen. George W. didn't like genetic engineering, 
blah 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 but he also didn't like stem cell research was a problem but actually i think he like kind of was like oh you can do stem cell research but like you just can't do it with, with you know unfetteredly george w bush stem cell research do you guys hate the typing sound do you not care let me know in your five-star review on apple podcasts uh, on August 9th, 2001, U.S. President George W. Bush introduced a ban on federal funding for research on newly created human embryonic stem cell lines. The policy was intended as a compromise and specified that research on lines created prior to that date would still be eligible for funding. Okay, that's kind of tricky. So um, surely a better compromise could have been made. That's according to ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, celebrating 90 years. The Yale Journal of Biology and Medicine. Okay, legit. Man, scientists are making human-monkey hybrids in China? Okay, Chinese scientists are making human monkeys. In a This is from 2019, so I have a feeling they're getting better at the whole, you know, getting past the 32-cell stage. Whatever that means, biology geeks. In a controversial first, the team of researchers... This is a MIT Technology Review. In a controversial first, a team of researchers have been creating embryos that are part human and part monkey, reports the Spanish daily El País. You have to read it like Jim Carrey for it to make any sense. Daring biologist, according to the newspaper, the Spanish-born biologist Juan Carlos Izpizua Belamonte, who operates a lab at the Salk Institute in California, has been working, working with monkey... It says working twice. Has been working, working with monkey researchers in China to perform... In China! To perform... Very disturbing research. Yeah, very disturbing. Their objective is to create human-animal chimeras, in this case, monkey embryos to which human cells are added. Why? Why? That's, that's what it says. The idea behind the research is to fashion animals that possess organs, like a kidney or a liver, made up entirely of human cells. Such animals could be used as sources of organs for transplantation. I don't know, folks. I don't know. Here we go. I'm going to say it the third time. I'm going to try to get the whole thought out of my head. The only good I can see coming from this is that currently in China... Okay, the in the People's Republic of China, which I prefer to call in communist, in in despotic, single party rule, anti democratic communist China, the PRC, the People's Republic of China. People, my ass. What people? The com people in the Communist Party, and that's a very small minority um, of people. They currently have these people called the Uyghurs, U I G H U R S in concentration camps. Now, a lot of people, when you bring this up, they go, well, well, America also has concentration camps for the immigrants. Listen, the American camps are bad. You know, they're separating the families. I'm not for it. I don't like it. I think we can do a better job of that. But they're not the same as the Uyghur camps in China where people are literally being used to have their organs harvested for ethnic Han Chinese people. The Uyghurs are a Turkic-speaking, um, you know, they're not Han Chinese. They're a different ethnic, they have a different ethnic background. Uh, let's read a little bit of the, the Wikipedia, which actually the wiki spells it U-Y-G-H-U-R-S, but the U-I-G-H-U-R-S is fine. 
Um, they're a Turkic-speaking minority ethnic group originating from and culturally affiliated with the general region of Central and East Asia. The Uyghurs are recognized as native to the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region in Northwest China. It's a huge region, by the way. If you, I mean, um, well, Northwest China is a huge region because China is ginormous. But even the Xinjiang... Uh, Uyghur Autonomous Region, it's huge, okay? There's, um, there's a uh, wiki for it as well. It's spelled X-I-N-J-I-A-N-G, Xinjiang, okay? Because when, when you see X in Chinese, it's usually a Z kind of sound, okay? Zh, like Xi, Xi, they, people say Xi uh, Jinping is the... <laughs> in quotes, president of China. They don't have presidents, people. They're not electing anybody. Um, he's the dictator of China. But anyway, Xinjiang could work. I, I believe if you, you add that vib vibration, zhe is more accurate. So um, Xinjiang, Uyghur Autonomous Region. So if you just type in Xinjiang, X-I-N-J-I-A-N-G, you will see how huge it is because the wiki has a map. Um, it's a huge, huge chunk of China, which is divided into 14 prefectures, there's 99 counties, there's 1,005 towns, townships, okay? Um, Uyghur is an official language, and then Mandarin is also an official language, and so people live there that speak Kazakh and Kyrgyz, uh, Mongolian, and, and other things. It has a, a GDP of 162 billion U.S. dollars, which would make it the 26th largest in, uh, in where? In China or in the world? I mean, it sounds pretty fucking tremendous, but I don't know. I don't know. 26 sounds pretty fantastic. I can't figure it out. I can't figure that out, but that's okay. It's it's a fucking stupid point. This is what happens when you have an unscripted podcast. People say stupid things. They derail, blah, 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 blah. They start talking about the GDP of places. We're not concerned about the GDP, Dane. God damn it, Dane. We're talking about human-animal hybrids, and you're all focused on economics. We're not worried about economics right now. We're worried about the pedophilic psychic vampires and the people in China, the Han Chinese, who are being racist toward Uyghurs. That's right, Alex. I'm so sorry to my audience and to everybody and to you, especially Alex here. Cheers to you for teaching me about human-animal hybrids. Um, so, uh, it. oh, look at this. See, this would be make it much easier to give you a sense, a sense of scale, which was my whole mission in talking about GDP. Just read the fucking Wikipedia, Dane. Being the largest province-level division of China. Boom, got it. There you go. Now you get the scale. And the eighth-largest country subdivision in the world. Okay, the eighth-largest country subdivision in the goddamn world. Okay, um, what's the largest? Uh, you wouldn't know it. What's the second largest? Perth, Australia. What's the third? You wouldn't know. Fourth, the fourth is Greenland. You, you know. The fourth is Greenland. So it's bigger than Greenland. No, it's not, because it's eighth, and Greenland is fourth. Ooh, this is hitting me hard. This old, this old here bottle of cider. Mm-hmm. Queensland, Australia, number six. Alaska, number seven. Uyghurs, number eight. So um, it's right behind Alaska in terms of size, making it bigger than Quebec and the Northern Territory uh, of Australia. And then Tibet, which is also huge, which should not be owned by China, but is. 
um, is number 14. So anyway, where are we, Dane? Where are we? Click X on that box. Oof, this is a dangerous pot. This is the first time I've just been like typing all willy-nilly while I'm doing the podcast. Um, it's fun. So I'm going to keep doing it, but I'm sure you're semi-lost, but hopefully having fun, which is the goal for today's episode, because last episode, Native American Indians, episode 15, MC Rick 15, I, you know, I kind of read a paper, and so now we've got to double back, and we've got to take two steps forward, to take, well, we got to take three steps back to take one step forward, who knows, we're taking steps in certain directions, there you have it. Uh, Xinjiang borders the Tibet Autonomous Region which is just another group of people that China hates but anyway, what are they doing to the Uyghurs? Get off the Xinjiang page, go back to the Uyghurs these are the people of uh, significance to, to your human-animal hybrid conversation and what we hope that can change and that can get better and why the, um, the Chinese government, the uh, communist Chinese government, I don't like saying Chinese government because it throws so many Chinese people under the bus, you know some people think like the Chinese people have something to do with their government they don't they have no choice okay um the chinese people many of whom are wage slaves and would be doing far better without that government but i digress so who are the uyghurs they well they've traditionally inhabited a series of oases what a beautiful word scattered across the taklamakan desert Within the Tarim Basin, these oases have historically existed as independent states or were controlled by many civilizations, including China, the Mongols, the Tibetans, and various Turkic polities. The Uyghurs gradually started to become Islamized, that means they became Muslims, in the 10th century, and most Uyghurs identified as Muslims by the 16th century. Islam has since played an important role in Uyghur culture and identity. Well, the communist Chinese don't like that. They don't like religion. Remember, they are an anti-religious state. Now, it's one thing to be atheist, okay, uh, which any Western country should really not make any fuss about at all. You should be free to worship or not to worship, free to believe or not to believe. Well, in China, you must not believe. And so becoming a Muslim or being a Muslim is out of sync with China's state-sponsored ideology, you see. So if you are out of sync with the state-sponsored ideology, that's a problem for the Chinese ruling class. They don't want that. The owners of China don't want that. Okay? So let's take a look at uh, if the wiki has anything to say about what they're doing with the organs of the Uyghurs. Let's see if that's on this wiki. I certainly, certainly hope so. Here we go. Uh, section 481, persecution of Uyghurs in Xinjiang. Let's click it. This should be worth our time. Since 2014, all right, six years running, Uyghurs in Xinjiang have been affected by extensive controls and restrictions, which the, I have to add this, of course, dirty commie Chinese government has imposed upon their religious, cultural, and social lives. Okay, so so the government is controlling their religion, their culture, and even the way they interact with themselves, their social lives. In Xinjiang, the Chinese government has expanded police surveillance, which, by the way, is like the chief export out of China that I truly hope uh, does not reach the West in any major sense. Uh, I'm already greatly concerned by the uh, Patriot uh, Act, so what a freaking ridiculous name for it it is, um, you know, and, and all the ways that uh, the American government can already kind of invade our privacy is enough. This is even worse. This is crazy. This is like 
t many cameras on every street corner. It's really insane. Um, available for export from your local Chinese government to watch. So, uh, so they've expanded police surveillance to watch for signs of quote unquote religious extremism that include owning books about Uyghurs, growing a beard. Are you are you getting this? Okay, the Chinese government consider it to be religious extremism if you own books about Uyghurs, if you grow a beard. So I'm out. If you have a prayer rug, okay, obviously, you're not allowed to be Muslim at all. You're just owning the rug and you're out. Or even quitting smoking or drinking. Try that one on for size. The government had also installed cameras in the homes of private citizens. And there are citations for this, my friends. So if you're one of those people who's a hater of Wikipedia, which, by the way, is my most recurring charity that I've given to in my life, uh, I, I give to the Wikimedia Foundation, which keeps Wikipedia running and makes sure that it stays up for free. And it's it's just a fantastic resource. Just You just got to know, you know how to read your citations and make sure that things are legit. And this has citations. Okay, Chris Buckley, 2018. China is detaining Muslims in vast numbers. The goal is, quote, transformation, written in the New York Times, archived. And the second citation is one month, 500,000 face scans, how China is using AI to profile a minority. Yeah, the Uyghurs. Guess where it was published? The New York Times. This is legit, people. This is, get upset about this. I gotta read this again because it's so insane. Since 2014, Uyghurs in Xinjiang, that's a, a, an ethnic group in a geographic location in China have been affected by extensive controls and restrictions which the Chinese government, the dirty commie Chinese government because I, I don't want to throw the Chinese people under the bus I just want to throw their government under the bus and it should be run over multiple times and the bus should reverse and go back over it, has imposed upon their religious, cultural, and social lives. More citations here. China has turned Xinjiang into a police state like no other. That's written in The Economist. China, one in five arrests take place in police state Xinjiang. That's written in The Guardian. China has turned Xinjiang into a police state like no other. Also in Der Spiegel. So uh, it was in The Economist and Der Spiegel, I suppose. Uh, in Xinjiang, the Chinese government has expanded police surveillance to watch for signs of religious extreme extremism, in quotes, that include owning books about Uyghurs, growing a beard, having a prayer rug, quitting smoking or drinking. Quitting smoking or drinking, like quitting drinking. I'm drinking right now. How can you not have a drink when you know that this crazy communist government is out there with control over the second most powerful country in the world, pound for pound, on several fronts. How can you not drink? Let's keep reading this wiki. It's, it's too crazy to be true. Further, at least 120,000 and possibly over 1 million Uyghurs are detained in mass detention camps, termed re-education camps, aimed at changing the political thinking of detainees, their identities, and their religious beliefs. Some of these... Am I recording? Can you imagine if I wasn't recording? I just got paranoid there for a second. I had a click to see that my recording thing was going. It's going. Thank God. Some of these facilities keep prisoners detained around the clock while others release their inmates at night to return home. Oh, how nice. How nice of them. Oh, they release them at night and go. They could see their families. And then it's back, back in the morning to your slavery. According to Chinese government operating procedures, the main feature of the camps is to ensure adherence to Chinese Communist Party ideology. 
You don't say. Ha 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 ha. At least they're honest about it. Inmates are continuously held captive in the camps for a minimum of 12 months, depending on their performance on Chinese ideology tests. Yep. That's, there's, that's, there's a citation for it. It's written in a legit journal. Uh, Autonomous Region State Organ Telegram comes from New Party Politics and Law in 2017. It's just so insane. The New York Times has reported inmates are required to, quote, (laughs) I'm sorry I'm laughing, but if I don't laugh, I really will cry or I'll scream in anger. The New York Times has reported inmates are required to, quote, sing hymns praising the Chinese Communist Party and write, quote, self-criticism essays, and that the prisoners are also subjected to physical and verbal abuse by prison guards. Chinese officials are sometimes assigned to monitor the families of current inmates and women have been detained due to actions by their sons or husbands. How fair is that? In 2017, Human Human Rights Watch released a report saying, quote, the Chinese government agents should immediately free people held in unlawful political education centers in Xinjiang and shut them down. The internment, along with mass surveillance and intelligence... Officials inserting themselves into Uyghur families led to widespread accusations of cultural genocide against the CPC, uh, Communist Party of China. In particular, the size of the operation was found to have doubled over 2018. Satellite evidence suggests China destroyed more than two dozen Uyghur Muslim religious sites between 2016 and 2018. Sound familiar? ISIS does that. ISIS destroys religious sites. The government denied the existence of the camps initially, but then changed their stance to claim that the camps serve to combat terrorism and give vocational training to the Uyghur people. Oh, they're, they're very, it's so nice of them. Activists have called for the camps to be opened to visitors to prove their function. Media groups have reported that many in the camps were forcibly detained there in rough, unhygienic conditions while undergoing political indoctrination. I mean, it, I, I have to tell you, you got to go check this Wikipedia page out on the persecution of Uyghurs in Xinjiang because every sentence has a legitimate citation. Absolutely no mercy. Leaked files expose how China organized mass detention of Muslims. Like, I could just read the headlines on all these citations and that'll blow your mind. Uh, Radio Free Asia. Xinjiang authorities holding hundreds from Kyrgyz village in political re-education camps. Political in quotes. A failure in designed citizenship. A case study in a minority Han merger school in Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. Oh, man. The camps are rapidly expanding. That's according to the BBC in 2018, which says that the satellite imagery is just growing and growing and growing. China's hidden camps. BBC News. Hundreds of writers, artists, and academics had been imprisoned, reported in 2019, in what the magazine qualified as an attempt to punish any form of religious or cultural expression among Uyghurs. The art newspaper, hundreds of cultural figures caught up in China's Uyghur persecution. But this isn't the worst part. I've got to just pause in silence there. This isn't the worst part.
Let's take a look at what the worst part is, shall we? Let's see if a control F can find that on this page. Doesn't seem to. Mm, hasn't made the Wikipedia yet. Let's go to Google. See if we can find the worst part. Google.com. Uyghurs. Organ harvesting. Uh. Hmm. Businessinsider.com. Not a biased source by any means about the news. It's a business site, right? China harvesting organs of Uyghur Muslims. China is harvesting thousands of human organs from its Uyghur Muslim minority. UN human rights body hears. The UN Human Rights Council heard on Tuesday that China is engaged in widespread harvesting of human organs from persecuted religious and ethnic minorities. The China Tribunal made the accusation at the council's meeting in Geneva, Switzerland. It said Uyghur Muslims and the Falun Gong religious group were affected. Falun Gong, they're like a type of meditation, but they have some religious quality and you can't be a religion in China. They're just promoting meditation mostly, and I know that because they're, um, they're actively protesting in uh, Washington, D.C., and if you go to Washington, D.C. and you walk around the mall or you walk around the Smithsonian complex, which is like many, many blocks huge. Uh, but if you're walking from, let's say, one Smithsonian museum to another, as was the case when I was walking from, um, let's see, I was walking from the Native American Museum. Actually, I'm not sure what it's called. Smithsonian Native American Museum. Is that what it's called? Or is it American Indian Museum? Yeah, ha ha. It is American Indian. See, I should have known. I should have known. Uh, National Museum of the American Indian. Yes. So the National Museum of the American Indian. I was walking from there to the, um, what's the other one? Air, Air and Space Museum? Come on, Air and Space Museum. Do these names matter to you people? Does accuracy matter? The National Air and Space Museum. So are we? Is that just somewhere totally else? Yeah, that's in New York City. Never mind. Anyway, I was walking from one Smithsonian to another Smithsonian, and there were people handing out pamphlets, quite a few of them. And they had a big setup, like a camped out setup with um, some tents and just tons of information for you and pamphlets and things that you could read. And they, um, at times, they do demonstrations of, of some of their Falun Gong meditation practices. And they do some, uh, what's it called? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I know this. Uh, it's a Chinese martial art. Um, where you move nice and slowly and methodically, but you channel your chi power into <laughs> explosive moves. It's not kung. It's not the kung flu. Okay, it's uh, chi. Is it qigong? It might be qigong, but there's another one. Um, Qigong is, might be what the Falun Gongers do. I'm not entirely sure um, if that's the exact same thing as Tai Chi or or if it's uh, if they're. I haven't studied it enough. I know a lot about martial arts and a lot of different kinds of martial arts, but I'm not sure if um, uh, Qigong or Qigong is the same as Tai Chi. But they do one of those two, and, and it's it's beautiful. Uh, it's really beautiful. And they hand out pamphlets, and as you're reading the pamphlets, you're like, oh, okay, you know, are they just trying to get me to, like, learn their meditation? Is this a cult? What is this? No. All the pamphlets say is, we're being oppressed by Chinese, the Chinese communist government. Please help us. Kid you not. Kid you not. 
The China Tribunal is a group backed by an Australian human rights charity that's investigating the issue. A lawyer for the group said China was cutting out the hearts and other organs. Are you? What? A lawyer for the group said China was, quote, cutting out the hearts and other organs from living, blameless, harmless, peaceable people, describing the situation as an atrocity. China has denied large-scale harvesting of organs. It has acknowledged using executed prisoners' organs in the past, but says it stopped in 2015, according to Reuters. Okay. Well, you've learned a lot today. You've learned a lot today. You've heard a lot of clicking by me. You heard a lot. Think you know? Thank you to Mr. Alex Jones. See, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> I can't play more than that. Ah, uh, he's a funny character, isn't he? He's a funny character. That's how you gotta look at it. But he did teach me about human-animal hybrids. And you know what? I was planning to talk about brand safety, but it's uh, 37 minutes in. And so we're not going to do that. We'll save it for another time. Love you all. Please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, I mean, just be that awesome person who goes out of their way, goes to the Apple Podcast app, pulls up me clicking record with Dane Curley and gives it a five-star review. Not just clicking the five stars. No, no, no. You're you're a special kind of person. You write, I loved the episode about human-animal hybrids and I loved the many other episodes as well. And I love you, Dane Curley. And please don't stop making this podcast. Boom, I just wrote the fucking ad, ad, the thing for you. But don't all do that. I mean, if one of you does it, it'll work. If too many of you do it, you know, Apple Podcasts will get suspicious and that wouldn't be good for me. You're supposed to be helping me. Also, remember that this episode was brought to you by my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dane Curley, where I will be releasing my short story, a slipstream science fiction but fiction story about real life, but it's a little surrealistic, so it's slipstream, called How to Get Ahead in Life. How to Get Ahead in Life. It's 2,400 plus words, which is about, you know, 10, 11 pages of a, of a paperback novel, and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. And if you've read Holy Crisis, which was featured in Infinite World Science Fiction Magazine issue four in print now, uh, then you're going to love this story as well. And I, I really hope you go check it out. It's just a $3 donation. You can make it once, or you can make it on a recurring basis, or you can, you know, give me a million dollars. You can do whatever you want. Uh, this episode was uh, thanks in part to our great patrons, of which there are so few right now, but thank you so much to those of you who are contributing it means everything to me i love making this podcast i love making my tiktok comedy i love writing short stories and i love and hope uh, i love you and i hope that you all come back for episode 17 thank you so much peace out one two three this is a podcast dane noodles this is a podcast it's a podcast dane this is a noodles and we like sex.